It sucks that Counting Crows isn't around anymore because of what that guy did. Travi fell asleep on the toilet the other day. Welcome to episode 15 of It's Funny You'd Say That podcast. Hey guys, it's Travis. And uh, yeah, Travis fell asleep on the toilet the other night. So I came home and it was late. I worked, I think, either 11 and a half, no, I think it was 12 hours. I'm not sure. I worked a long day and I came home and Tori had actually just woken up. Um, she had dozed off. I went to the bathroom. She had fallen back asleep. I dozed off on the toilet and I got up and literally just went right to bed when I was done. Didn't tell her, didn't turn off the lights, didn't do anything. She thought I had gone to bed mad or frustrated or something. So she was really upset and woke me up at like five 30 and I'm like, what's happening? And she's like, you just went to bed and all this, and I uh, I had nothing to say. I was like, I'm so tired. And then she left the room, and we discussed it in the morning, and it was all good. But did Travis fall asleep on the toilet? Yes. Was it a good sleep? No. On the toilet. So that's just a fun, you know, little tidbit. Um, another fun little tidbit is Travis felt bloody ragey um, yesterday, actually. Let's... Let, I don't know if I said this already. We just started this, but I think I didn't say this, so I'm going to say it. I recorded this entire episode last night. It sounded super shitty on the audio. So now I'm re-recording, hoping for the best. Crossing my fingers, hope you cross yours too. Actually, you won't need to because if you're hearing this, that means the audio doesn't sound as bad as it did last night. Sunday. Sunday, I hung out with my wife. We had my mom come over and watch Alistair, and we went for a walk. Uh, we went to the mall. Uh, we ran a couple errands, went out to Portland, which I will get to, guys. Oh, will I get to Portland in a moment? But before that, so we ran errands and everything, and one of the things we did is we went to the grocery store. When we went to the grocery store, it was the first time... Um. God damn, since I don't know when, I legitimately could not tell you the the last time Tori and I went to the store where it was just her and I. It's weird almost, and I'm always in a mode of like rushing to get through the store, and I kind of felt that while I was there, and I think like my anxiety was kind of rubbing off on both her and I. Um but not the point. We left. And as we were leaving, and I asked Tori, I said, was I speeding? And she's like, no, you weren't going fast at all. And I didn't think so because I remember going about seven miles per hour. Okay. This gentleman, he had backed into a spot, got out of his truck. Uh, He looked to be uh, probably in his 50s, probably mid 50s. Um, Probably like uh, 6'1". Big old belly. Um, He seemed pretty angry. 
at something, he was probably having a real tough time. Um, I don't know if he's just massively insecure, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And it was, hey, triggering for me because I'm going about seven miles per hour through the parking lot and I'm not even close to him yet. Um, and I see him and I'm like, huh, something about this guy that makes me feel like he's going to cause me some probs. So he is staring right at me and he starts walking in front of me and uh, starts walking really fast to get in front of me before I could pass him. Now he had plenty of time to go like regular walking speed and I would have been in front of him and no issues Um, I would have passed him. He would have just walked by my car. It would have been totally fine. Instead, he chose to walk faster. And then he got in front of me, stopped. So I had to completely stop and then gave me the slow down hand gesture with a dickish tone to himself and rage guys felt rage, but it wasn't full rage. It was just, just loitering in my tummy, you know, hanging out, shouldn't be there. There are signs, no loitering rage, but it was there. Then he goes and starts walking off, gives me the gesture, the little hand gesture. And uh, I think I said something along the lines, what the, what the fuck is your problem? Um, which he then kind of, he didn't even look back. He just like gave me the middle finger. Um, and I didn't fully see it, but I saw his hand go up. And I even asked Tori as we were driving away, I'm like, did he flip me the fuck off? And she told me, yeah. Uh, then he kept walking, the windows are down and I, you know, yell, you fucking prick. And he does nothing. He just keeps walking. So his intention was to cause me frustration. And I felt rage, felt a lot of rage. Don't know what I would have done if Tori wasn't there because it was boiling. Um, at that point in my mouth, palpable taste in it. So we drove off and I talked about it for the next couple hours, you know, super healthy, but I didn't get out. Didn't do anything. Um, yeah, I, you know, yeah. So, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, what the fuck is going on in that dude's life that he felt the need to do that? Um, I'm not, an insecure person in that way. I don't have to do things out of insecurity, but that's the only thing I could think of, man. It's you just having a bad day. Wife leave you, you know, tough time. Something was bothering that dude. And that's not my fault or problem. And, uh, best thing I could do is move on, get over it. And, uh, you know, it's just a funny story. I get to tell now of a man who almost got the fucking shit kicked out of him. And, um, yeah, He probably had a gun. You know what I mean? I can usually tell when people have, you know, concealed weapons on them uh, because honestly, most people are not great about concealing them. But honestly, most people just like letting you know they have them because, you know, tough guys. Um, Of course, that's what I just sounded like when I said he was going to get the shit kicked out of him. Who knows? He probably would have beat the fuck out of me. You know what I mean? Who knows? I just know I was really angry and I'm talking out of, uh, you know, spite right now. So uh, my bad. But we shall move on. We also went to Portland. Hey guys, did I tell you I was on the set of The Walking Dead? 
I was, you know, they're filming season 11 right now. And, you know, it's nice, it's just nice to get that opportunity to be on the set of The Walking Dead, to see zombies walking around, to see garbage everywhere, to see empty, just dead empty streets, uh, to see no people that weren't zombies. Hey, man, Portland, what the fuck are you doing? I have not been to Portland and I don't know how long. I work in Gresham. Pretty close to downtown Portland, not not super close, but it's it's you know it's there. Um, not horrible out here. Some places suck and are kind of grimy, but I mean I cannot. I was in shock. Uh, Tori used to work out near where we were at. Uh, she worked off Broadway, and she was extremely sad about the whole situation. I was frustrated on so many levels. Um, I didn't know what to do. You know, or like, I didn't know, like, I didn't know what I was feeling exactly. I just know that I was extremely frustrated by the situation because number one, I pay Oregon and Washington taxes and it's frustrating to fucking see this type of thing where I don't feel safe letting her run into a place, you know, with tents in front of it. And I'm not trying to make judgment calls here on people or why they're homeless, but there has to be a better solution than what we're doing because you're basically letting people set up camp. And if it's mental illness that caused these people to be in this situation, that's not something to just brush off. Those are erratic people who need help. And I think, you know, I would feel more appreciative about my tax dollars if they were going to programs that could help people with drug addiction, mental illness, helping relocate them to places where, both their safety and the safety of others is prioritized because they're not even that safe on the, on the side of the fucking sidewalk. People could come by, you know, cause them harm or violence. And that's unfair to everyone. You know, none of us want to be in this situation. No one, you know, there are honestly, and I don't know if some of you believe this or not, but there are people who choose to be homeless because it's easier for them. But I don't think that's the case for 99% of them. I think there are circumstances where some people feel like they cannot come back from and their best option is honestly just to be homeless. And it's a rough thing to to watch and see happen, but it just it makes me so uncomfortable being out there. I have no idea what to do. I just know that I don't want to fucking go back there again. And it's frustrating. I've never liked Portland anyway. I think the people are extremely rude. I think the area is usually pretty grimy and gross. Um, I like going to comedy shows there, but I fucking hate the neighborhoods around the comedy shows. And it just, it just, it, you know what? It makes me sad as well. It does. I'm not a huge fan of what's happening to this area. And we were supposed to move to Vermont, like I've talked about before. And again, I don't think it's going to happen now, like almost 100% sure. You know, Tori has a good job opportunity here. Um, coming up. So we're going to figure that out and, um, you know, just, uh, just move forward with our life here. And it's frustrating because I feel like, you know, the areas around us are kind of, kind of going to hell. And, uh, Portland was a pretty good indication of that. Um, yeah, it's, it's extremely frustrating. I saw a gentleman with no shoes, covered in a blanket, looking all cozy, like he was about to snuggle up in front of the fire. No fire, just aimlessly wandering down the middle of the street. 
You know what I mean? It's, um, yeah, it's really frustrating, man. It, like, clearly no one gives a shit about these people. And I don't know. It. I don't know, man. It's sad seeing that. And it's also frustrating because I'm trying to drive. And I have to deal with people not giving a shit about, like, me trying to drive through there. They're not stopping at signs that say don't, you know, walk. They're not, they, they don't care about the fucking green light, red light, any of them. And um, that's g- basically just chaos everywhere. And I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really know what else to say about this. I'm just stating what I saw and kind of how I feel about it. And I feel like I'm just going to keep rambling, rambling, Jesus Christ, if I don't move on. So we're going to move on um, to some of the most inconsiderate people I've ever met. And I think it's unintentional, you know, but we'll see. It's cashiers. It's cashiers who use the restroom and you know they were just in the restroom. Or are outside smoking and you see them come back in, but you don't know if they wash their hands or not. And I say, I could use an energy drink. I could use a water. I'm parched. You know, I could use some energy. So I go back and I get some, you know, got my cans, I place them on the counter. Now, every time I go up to a counter at a grocery store or, uh, you know, convenience store, whatever, I turn my cans. So the barcode facing them, boom, boom, scanned with the gun. They don't do that. They palm the top of the fucking cans with their poo hands or ciggy hands and then they scan the barcode and then they they often turn the can getting their fingerprints all over the top and it's quite frustrating and i usually have a really hard time holding back my words i say the th- the way i feel most of the time and um i don't want to be a dick to these people uh even if it's me pointing this out because they might be having a bad day but also they work in gas stations which is not like it great. You have a job. I, I think that's great, but I don't feel like they get treated that well. You know what I mean? I feel like they probably feel like they have an image of, you know, loser or not great. And that's really unfortunate for them. And I don't want to kind of add to that, but I feel like eventually I'm going to say some shit about, uh, about them, you know, doing this. And, uh, it's going to drive me absolutely nuts. Um, it is so gross to me, guys. It's disgusting. Fondling my cans with your poo hands. Not a big fan of it, man. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, have you guys seen the movie Friday Night Lights? It has Tim McGraw. Um, it has a bunch of people, but Tim McGraw is the main person I am thinking of right at this moment. Because in that movie, he plays a father who is an alcoholic asshole. And I was remembering that movie being like a lot more wholesome and happy. Tony, too many words at work. He was playing it the other day, and I'm going to tell you what. It was not that wholesome, and it was not that happy. He 
I'm like, what are you watching? He's like, oh, uh, you know, Friday Night Lights. And uh, I'm like, oh, I love that movie. And uh, we went on and on about how great it is. And he walked away from his phone. And the scene that was playing was when Tim McGraw tapes his son's hands around a football because he's got butterfingers. And he kept dropping the ball in the game. So he tapes it around there and then he starts smacking the ever living out of it and tries to, you know, knock it out of his hands while it's taped and, you know, basically make him hold on to the ball. And I'm like, hey, man, child abuse. Uh, The other scene that I fucking saw or heard playing was when Booby Miles is like recovering from his injury and it's like too early to put him in but he's like i just want to go back in and he's like getting anxious and they're losing or some shit um they put him in too early guys spoiler alert way too early hurts his leg again loses his dream you know hey man why are you playing bummer movies at work it's depressing but that's what they did and uh super sad um so that part happened and then he's playing like the ending where i forget that this team from texas utterly destroys them and beats the living shit out of them for you know the last 30 minutes of the movie or whatever it is and uh that's not even the part that's upsetting to me the part that is upsetting to me is that is the only fucking time Tim McGraw's character is nice to his son when he sees someone else beat the shit out of him for a change. When he's like, oh man, oh, I've been so wrong this whole time. My kid's so tough. I don't know. Maybe when you're smacking him his football around that's taped in his hand, maybe you could feel like he's a little tough then too. But it's real sad and all kinds of depressing. Um... Yeah, I don't know if I would watch that movie again. But, I mean, I do love that movie. I really do. Hey, man, you know what movie was not great and I'm really disappointed? Spoiler alert if you have not seen Mortal Kombat yet. And not the Ridge, or even the second one. But the new one. Not great, guys. Not great. Um... I expected so much more out of it. You know what? It's a little early, and I don't want to spoil the movie for you. I'm just going to say I wasn't the biggest fan. Um, I won't dive deep into why, but I wasn't the biggest fan. And, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, I'm kind of hoping you guys didn't hear my fucking, you know, fellow employee blasting his goddamn radio, but I'm sitting in my truck right now outside of work, and recording this before I go home because I'm having a busy night. And he was just blasting his goddamn stereo. So I'm really hoping that that doesn't show up on the audio. Um, yeah, you know, okay. <laughs> Tori and I were talking about this um, on Sunday. I, I She was doing something and she was like writing. And I'm like, hey, what are you writing? And she's like, I'll comment back to the the group that I'm talking to. I was like, Oh, what about? And she's like, uh, telling me about this fucking group of men that went on. I think, I don't know what country it is, but it's their version of shark tank. And they actually got funding for this. Apparently now I have not looked into this. It was just a discussion that Tori and I had based off of the 
conversation she was having. Apparently a group of men, you heard me right, penises, no vaginas in the bunch. They decided it was super crucial that they create a glove for women that's pink for when they need to remove their tampons. Sexist. Hey, man, that is ridiculous. <laughs> what kind of man needs to do that? Like, that's fucking... And the, the fact that it gets funding blows my fucking mind. You know what? After we're, I'm done with this, I'm going to look it up because I have to see the way they describe this and there better be a goddamn woman in their goddamn team or it is going to fucking be absurd. This is the type of shit that should be canceled. This dumb shit right here. Because you know what? Even if women needed something like this, hey, a woman would create it. Are you going in the bathroom with your wife, girlfriend, whomever, and pulling their tampon out for them? Why is this important to you? Let me know. Because you're basically shaming women and their vaginas. And if I ever have a daughter... This is the last fucking thing I want her to have to deal with. You don't think them dealing with their periods anyway is not the greatest thing they deal with? That's sarcasm. Um, like why? So now basically men, because women are getting more equality and everything, they have to try to find other ways to shame them. And uh, the best way for them to do it is, oh, you better put a glove on for your icky period. Yet I know most men who've had sex with women while they're on their period. You know what I mean? But don't worry. They got their pink glove for when they need the tampon removed. Oh, man. It goes along the same lines as irritation for me. When I hear about men who... And I'm not trying to go on feminist rants here. Uh, but these are just things that annoy me. Feminism or not. Uh, these are things that goddamn annoy me. When a man makes it seem like a woman needs a man to support her or to for her to be happy or get along, you know what I mean, in life, that shit also drives me fucking nuts. Hey, guy, women don't need us, okay? Now, to reproduce, sure. But do you know how many independent, strong women there are who do not need a fucking dude coming in? And basically, you know, and what's funny about that is, hey, they're saying, stay home. I'll pay the bills, you know, but clean and, you know, tidy up and cook me dinner. So basically they're saying, let me swoop in so you could be my servant. Um, drives me fucking nuts. Powerful women are bad fucking ass. Okay. Those are rad fucking women. Uh, insecure men are the ones that fucking say they need to take care of a woman. Now, it doesn't make you insecure to take care of a woman. It makes you an insecure little bitch if uh, you feel like you have to take care of any women on earth. Um, they don't need us to be their goddamn heroes. And uh, I guess this is my feminist rant of the week. Uh, man. Am I a simp, guys? Am I a simp because I don't want women to fucking, you know, feel like shit? <sighs> you know what? I'll do a I'll do a rant on women, you know, next podcast. That way, you know, all you insecure guys who are listening to this can feel fucking good about yourself. Yes. Um, 
But anyway, so, you know, hey, don't support pink gloves. You know what I mean? Because if women really wanted it, they'd go to the fucking store and buy some pink gloves for themselves and they wouldn't make a fucking spectacle out of it. Yeah. So far, this podcast is half the length yesterday's was, and I only have one more thing to talk about. Um, maybe I'll find some uh, inspiration along the way. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll find some more talking points. Um, do you know what annoys me so much? Obviously not my voice because I'm doing a podcast. But it's when... Oh, I'm going to give you a specific example, okay? Got a guy at work, Tony Too Many Words. You know him. I've told you about him. Got a guy at work, Tony Too Many Words. He's talking to another coworker of ours. Now, the other coworker of ours has no idea what, what Tony Too Many Words is talking about, okay? But Tony is looking to use too many words to explain what he's about to explain that no one asked him about, okay? Now... What drives me nuts is when people do the exact thing I'm going to tell you about, okay? So here it goes. We got Ron over here. He's putting stuff away. We got Tony Too Many Words coming in hot. And Tony Too Many Words goes, so what do you think about the plan? That's it. There was no discussion beforehand about this so-called plan, okay? But there's apparently a plan in place, and it's so important that he has to lead with that. Now... I hate that shit because now Ron has to go, what are you talking about? Instead of having an actual conversation, let me tell you why this frustrates me, guys. Ready? Here we go. So Tony brought this up, not in a way of explaining what his plan was. He said it, so you have to ask him what he's talking about or you come off as a dick and then he comes off as, oh, I was just trying to have a conversation about something I felt was important. Now, you can have this conversation, and I'm totally fine with it. I don't like the fucking game you're playing where you're leading me into a conversation. You know what I mean? And people do this shit all the time. It's the same thing people do when they go, oh, when they're around you. Or they're like, oh, man, stuff like that. So you have to go, oh, my goodness. What is so wrong? What's going on? Drives me. Banana sandwich. Okay? Put a banana in there. Smash it. That's my brain. When you try to do these things to me. It drives me nuts. So I have people who go, oh, around me all the time. They don't get anything from me. Now, if they'd like to walk up to me and go, oh, my gosh, man, this this specific thing is really bothering me. Can I tell you about it? Hey, man, feel free. Love to hear about it as long as I'm not preoccupied with something. But that's the way to get my attention and have an actual conversation. Because what ends up happening is these conversations start the way Tony started this with Ron. And I immediately go, ugh, quite loud to throw off the conversation and then let them know my frustration. Because I don't need this from you. Clearly, you have something you'd like to talk about. Let's have a discussion. Don't lead me in like a fucking game because I'm not a child. And uh, let's actually discuss it. Because when I have to deal with these silly games, 
um, with your words and too many of them, um, in his case. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite frustrating. I don't want to hear it. You make me not care about your topic that you are bringing to the table. You know what I mean? You set an entire table and you threw my food at my face. You didn't even let me sit down, maybe say a prayer, maybe say some grace, really get into the meal. Maybe we got an appetizer. You know what I mean? Let me let me just indulge in that appetizer. Let me have the meal. Let's have a big discussion. No, man. You're like, hey, here's your birthday cake. Face in the cake. And we're done. Actually, no, it's like more face in the cake. And now let's talk about your face being in that cake. I'm not a fan of that. Please don't. Please don't do that to me. I'd appreciate it on like a lot of levels. I don't care for it. Not a fan. Please don't. Um, it's one of the problems I have. Uh, and people fucking hate it about me. And I'm sorry. Uh, but my frustrations just get the best of me sometimes. But you know what's really important? I didn't get out of that car and stab that dude in the throat. So I think my frustrations don't always get the best of me, guys. I think that's an important lesson here. You know? Do you... Do you disagree? Because I think it's a it's an important lesson. I guess you guys disagree. God, I'm an asshole. Anyway, listen, guys. You know, I had a actually I had a frustrating day today, so I felt like my mood was kind of off a little bit. Like I wasn't as happy uh, coming in to do this. But and I'm also really frustrated that I have to re-record it because I, I liked last night's podcast. But let's be clear. <laughs> It might be a blessing because I'm going to tell you, I said some shit on last night's podcast that I'm kind of happy I'm not airing. I'm going to tell you this right now. People would have been upset by it. And I did not intend for that to be, you know, the case. But that's just how Travi talks sometimes. And you'll never hear it. Hey, guys, go to official FYOP on Instagram. Give us a follow. Go to www.officialfyop.com. Pick up some merch. Find your own perfection. You know what? Order something. Take a picture of you wearing it. Send it to, you know, us on Instagram. Let us know what your perfection is. You know what? I think maybe my next podcast will be, you know, about my brand because I haven't really dove deep in it yet um, with you guys. And I'd like to. Um, and really talk about what it means to me and everything. Um, and that'll be an important one for me. So I think maybe that is what my next episode will be, unless something super dramatic happens to me in between. And I need to talk about it, guys. Um, but yeah, also follow uh, this podcast on Instagram. And uh, that's at It's Funny You'd Say That Podcast. So uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys. I'm crossing my fingers that you are hearing this. Because if you're hearing this, the audio went great. And uh, I am going to head home for the evening. Going to go work out and, you know, whatnot. So you guys have a great night. And uh, unless you're listening to the day and have a great day and all that noise. So uh, preach all the preach. You just got saved by the bell, bitch. Get busy. Keep your nose to the grass, don't you